When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Alvarez versus Foden, Chilwell versus James, Richarlison versus Madison. There's a lot of key battles. Let's start comparing. Welcome to the Gianni Batici YouTube show. Hope you guys are doing well. I'm forming my watch list here, but I'm doing it by comparing some key battles internally within some Premier League football clubs. Sometimes we'll compare player X from one club and player Y from another in this show. But today we're going to look strictly at some of those internal battles because there's some big discussions to be had. Which Spurs attacking asset? Which Chelsea defender? Which Newcastle attacker? Now, some of these answers will be go both. Some might be go neither and some will be very clear go one or the other. So let's get started with Alvarez versus Foden. This is a really interesting one and it's become way more topical this week. Why? Well, because of the KDB injury news. KDB is going to be out for a while and with that, Alvarez and Foden minutes absolutely on the rise, right? But it could be one of them getting the line share of the minutes or it could be both. So what do we know? Well, last season when KDB was out, going into the, the, the kind of final months or weeks of the Premier League season, Alvarez was getting the nod. But in the Champions League final, KDB goes off injured in the first, what, 20 minutes? And it was Foden that came on. Alvarez was on the bench in that game. So the battle to replace KDB is perhaps tighter than we think. Now, let's have a look at the weekend just gone against Burnley, where Alvarez, Foden and KDB all actually started. So we can see here the average position map. Foden, number 47, and Alvarez, number 19, pretty much on top of each other. Right? Both really close to Haaland. We like that. Now, they were switching between sides, but they were both fairly central. Now, KDB, you can ignore number 17 as the most advanced player. He went off after, what, 20 minutes. So, when these guys are on the pitch, they're both very close to Haaland. We like that. Now, it's a very small sample size, but let's look at that game week one because they both got 90 minutes. So, let's compare some of the numbers, right? The expected goal involvement... Alvarez wins, hands down, 0.72 versus 0.44. The goal attempts in the box, again, Alvarez wins, three versus two. The chances created, now this is a surprising one for me because you expect Foden to be the more creative force and Alvarez to perhaps be the, the better force in front of goal and the greedier force, but actually chances created, Alvarez, six versus Foden, two. Now they both took corners because again, you might go, oh, it's all right, Foden's got the corners. Nope, they took two each. <laughs> so... There's not much to split them, but at the moment you go Alvarez. But the biggest question will be, not these stats, it will be who's secure for minutes. And at the moment we don't know. It could be one of them, it could be both of them. You expect you expect Man City are going to buy a player that will play the similar style position to a Gundogan or a KDB, maybe even a Mares replacement. And again, the transfer window will help. So 
It might be too early if you're unsure on Man City attack to jump on one of these guys, but I think you can take a punt. I already own Foden and I'm happy, right? Um, but if I didn't own either, I'd be tempted to go early on Alvarez. 6.5 million attacker, remember, versus Foden, the midfielder. So if you can go Alvarez easily, I think it's a punt worth making game week too. But look, there are other players in the game in the price point, like João Pedro, who's less, who's more reliable, you could argue. But Alvarez, definitely worth monitoring because look, this is the best attack in the league and you're going to get a City attacker for a low to mid price uh, amount of money in terms of expenditure with hopefully minutes guaranteed, which we haven't always had. But let's move on. Chelsea fullbacks, right? It's Reese James, it's Chilwell. I think it might be both, right? Now, before we look at the data, which is interesting from game week one, because the headline's all been about Chilwell, but actually... Reese's numbers are really good. Let's just look at the um, the heat maps of both players. So we can see here, we have got, of course, on the left-hand side, uh, you can see the right-back attacking. The goal is on is at the bottom of the screen. So we've got Reese James on the left, right? And we've got Chilwell on the right. I know that doesn't sound right, but visually it works. Um, now, this is taken from the Fancy Football Scout members area. And do check Scout out. Link in bio, 30% off pre-season. And I think early on for game week one, two as well. So what does this tell us? Well, it tells us Chilwell was slightly more advanced. Yeah, we know that, Janny. We've seen it all on social media. But what's really interesting about these heat maps, it actually shows you when you look at them completely independently and you just look at Reese James, you go, that's an attacking fullback or an attacking wingback I want in my team. It's only when you compare to Reese James, you go, oh, Reece, uh, um, it's only when you compare to Chilwell, you go, Chilwell's position is better. And it is. But in its own right, Reese James's is outstanding, right? That's up there with the best fullbacks in the Premier League in terms of attacking. Like Estupanan doesn't look quite that good. Trent doesn't quite look that good. Reese James, in his own right, is still an amazing asset. And the advantage Reese might have over Chilwell might be penalties. Now, we don't know yet, but he is the club captain. It could be Enzo, who's scored five from five. It could be Jackson, because he's the forward, although he's never been on pens. Or it could be Reese. My money's on Reese, but we don't know yet. We don't know yet. Enzo has been on a lot of the set pieces, though. So it's between Enzo and Reese for me. It was a back four. Reese James was the right back and Chilwell was the left winger, right? Um, but Reese still bombed forward. Now, minutes concern, neither managed 90. The good news is neither of them are injured. Poch has said they're just tired, right? And we're easing them in. The good news for Chelsea, no Champions League. They've only got to be fresh once a week at weekends. I think this season they're going to be amazing owns and I want both in my team. Now, Chilwell got the, the FPL points, but the expected assists massively in favour of Reese. Surprising when you look at the positions, but this is what we saw last season. Reese was better for assists. Chilwell was better for XG. Reese better for XA. And game week one, what do we see? That exact pattern. So XG, Chilwell 0.16, and he came out and said he should have scored. Um, maybe a bit harsh on himself. Reese 0.03. But the expected assists, Reese over double, around double Chilwell. The baseline bonus is interesting because if Reese James does clock an assist, a clean sheet, or a goal, he's going to smash Chilwell in the bonus. And again, he has been a bonus beast and a bonus magnet for a long time, Reese James. The baseline, remember, is before the, the goals and the clean sheets. It's all the other bits, the interceptions, the blocks, the successful crosses, the dribbles. And Reese is outstanding at all the underlying stats. If I was to go one or the other, I would slightly go Chilwell until we know about penalties. 
But if I could accommodate both, which I think I can with my team, my team selection will be out tomorrow, Thursday that is, I think I'm going to try and get both because the numbers are just outstanding. Um, so there we go. Let's move on because there's more key battles, isn't there? There's more key battles at Villa, Newcastle. But first, let's talk Spurs because what was really interesting was Madison got the headlines. Of course he did. But let's not forget there is a midfielder at Spurs who is playing up front but listed as a midfielder who's going to be the number nine and going to get bags of chances because this Spurs team is going to produce crazy amount of shots. Even in pre-season, opening game against West Ham, 30-something shots. Whoever's number nine in the team... Even if they're not the best finisher or you don't rate them as a player, they're going to be a good FPL asset. And what did Ange Postacoglu say about Richarlison post-match? I thought he worked hard today, but we didn't use him enough. And he's quite right. They didn't. Now, Madison got the FPL points, nine versus two. They both played 90. And when you look at all the numbers, Madison shone. Expected goal involvement. Madison, 1.02. Richarlison, just 0.18. The final third touches... You expect Richarlison to get more? No, no, no. Madison even had more final third touches, around double what Richarlison had. Madison's 55 was the second best among all midfielders in the game. Only Saka had more. Goal attempts two apiece. So straight away you go, oh, maybe it's Madison we need to jump on. Hold your horses. The answer could be both, because Spurs are going to be so fun. They're going to score goals. But I think we need to give it at least one more week to properly test these guys out. So let's have a look at the Man United game and then we'll have that discussion maybe next week. I'm holding off on buying a Spurs asset because I simply still don't know which one. Sure, game week one, Madison was super impressive. But we're talking about an out of position number nine here in Richarlison, who I think will also have penalties. Penalties for me will be between Captain Son and Richarlison. I don't think Mads will have pens. He's not great at them. Mr. Pressure pen for Leicester at the end of last year. Richarlison's record's really good. He's also scored one in a Copa America final for Brazil. Like, he took the penalty for Brazil. Um, so let's wait a week. And then if we have to go game week three early, it might be a coin toss. But we'll have that discussion. Or it might indeed, as I mentioned, be both. So that's our, our, our chat. And look, it's cool to look at the numbers. But we have to remember this is a very small sample size. And what I'm hopefully providing you guys with every time is the eye test scouting on these guys. I've obviously watched the 90 minutes of all these games and gone, that's where I'm at. And I think it's a very close call between the two. I'm not ready to commit. Barnes versus Gordon. Let's move to Newcastle. You might be thinking, why are you not comparing Isak and, and Wilson? Maybe I should. Maybe I should. I think what we're going to see with Isak and Wilson, let's start with them, is always ones get 60 and one gets 30. Whilst with Barnes and Gordon, I think one of these will become a 90-minute man. Possibly both, because we could see Gordon move to the right-hand side if he keeps playing well and Barnes keeps playing well. Um, Isak and Wilson, I think, will be a lot of 60-30s. Now, Champions League is going to affect Newcastle, and it might be that Isak starts all the Champions League games, and with that, you get a lot of starts for Wilson in the Prem. And maybe we see that with the wide forwards too. But let's look at Barnes and look at Gordon first and foremost. So they both played high on the left-hand side. Now, Gordon got 67 minutes and Barnes came on for him and got the 23 minutes. Now, game state's really important when we look at numbers. Aston Villa were chasing. Newcastle were cruising. The last 20, it was obviously a lot easier for Barnes. The game's way more open then. They're already leading. Play with more freedom. So we shouldn't read too much into it. However, Barnes' numbers were outstanding. He gets the goal. He gets the assist. 11 points, bonus points. Gordon got an assist. But the expected goal involvement in that 23-minute cameo for Barnes, 1.07. 
That was third amongst all midfielders over the weekend. The guy played 23 minutes, so we have to take him seriously. Now, his baseline bonus, and we did baseline when we compared Chilwell and Reese. nine versus six. So in Gordon's 67 minutes, he only clocked six as a baseline. That's really poor, right? His numbers in terms of recoveries and dribbles and crosses ain't that great. So again, Barnes is showing us that if he returns, he's got a good chance of bonus. Yet if Gordon returns, he might not. Again, small sample size. They both had a goal attempt. Barnes scored his. Now, I love Harvey Barnes. I think he's a great FPL asset because he's greedy and he's direct. And we remember that from Leicester. Now, he's done well in a struggling Leicester team. What might he do in a really good free-flowing attacking Newcastle team with Bruno Gomez and Tonali to feed him and Joel Linton, who looked look great in game week one as well? If Barnes becomes a starter, and even if Barnes is the one getting the 67, I think at 6.5 million, he's going to be an outstanding asset. Now, Newcastle fixtures are tough, but they'll turn in a few weeks and we'll all be looking at their attack. And maybe it won't be Isak or Wilson. Maybe it will be easier to buy a midfielder. Now, Almiron's been playing on the right-hand side and it might be that both these guys are starters, Gordon and Barnes. But I really am thinking Barnes will become the first choice on the left-hand side. And if he does, he's on my radar. So firmly, guys, firmly on my watch list here, right? Uh, there's one more comparison we have to consider and we have to look at because a lot of us own uh, Ollie Watkins. And if we own Ollie Watkins and we're thinking we need the money and we want to go down to Jao Pedro or we want to go to Jackson or whoever, that could happen in a few weeks. Maybe we still want to cover the Aston Villa attack. So before we look at the numbers, let me show you the pass map. Now, this was from between the posts. Now, the pass map for Aston Villa looked a bit disjointed. And look, this looks like a pass map of a team that just got hammered and they did. But it also shows the average position. Look at Diaby and Watkins. It's like it's a front two. We thought Diaby might come in to be playing on the front three as a wide forward. But everything I'm seeing with Diaby, and including pre-season, is he's pretty central. And him and Watkins, we know Watkins likes to drift left. Him and Watkins, both down the middle. And they're both at advanced, super advanced. Diaby's slightly higher, if anything, when comparing the two. But this is just one game, of course. What does that show us? Well, maybe Diaby can cover Watkins' points. Maybe Diaby can outscore Watkins. I'm not so sure he will. But he's a, he's a midfielder and he costs way less. So we have to consider him and we have to look at him and be aware of him. So now we've seen the average position. Let's look at some of the numbers from game week one. Minutes, yeah, both starters, both going to mostly play 90, I think. Points, yeah, Diaby scored the goal. Watkins got the assist. The expected goal involvement, pretty much identical. 0.39 versus 0.42. This is what we're see seeing here. These two are looking like they're putting up similar numbers. And if they're going to put up similar numbers, Diaby makes sense, right? Because money's going to be tight at some point. And striker spots might also be very tight. Goal attempts, three versus two, Diaby's favour. Chances created, two apiece. I am really interested in these two players in the next couple of weeks to start seeing if, if this pattern continues. If it doesn't continue and Watkins is getting more chances, more goals, uh, better expected data then of course Watkins will prove himself to be worth the extra 1.5. But I'm not sure long-term he's going to be worth the extra 1.5. Maybe worth 8 million in his own right, but it's when we compare to his teammate, Diaby, 
maybe not. So that's going to be one to monitor. So guys, they were five key comparisons at five clubs with FPL interest, right? We're interested in Man City attack. We have to be interested in Chelsea defence and Spurs attack. Likewise, Newcastle has to be on our radar. And I think Villa attack, despite losing against Newcastle, still look pretty good. So we might continue this show if you think there's an appetite for it. At the moment, my shows on YouTube are the Game Week Preview and then the Team Selection video, like Tuesday, Thursday. If we can squeeze in a Wednesday video and you like this idea, let me know in the comments and we'll try and continue it. Now, those key battles might not always be internally. It might be that we're comparing uh, Jackson with Isak because we're looking for a new forward in Game Week 4, right? It doesn't have to be within the same club. But for the time being, and certainly for game week one, it seemed to work to do those internal battles. So I'm keen to see your comments. But if you do like this show, show me you like it by hitting the like button and also by subscribing to the channel. I'm loving all the preseason content I did a few weeks ago, but now this is the real stuff. This is where the real hard work starts. It's what you do from game week one onwards that will define your season right? It's the transfers you make, the content you absorb. So hopefully you're enjoying the journey by subscribing to the Jamie Teacher YouTube show and I will see you very soon. Go well guys. Thanks. Sports Social Podcast Network.